Hey, we are live. Um, live on tape. On tape. Huh. Not on Twitch yet. We will get there. Uh, YouTube has shadow banned us, so we are no longer given. We are fully shadow banned, folks. Yeah, we're not allowed to be live on YouTube. Yeah, we're not allowed to tell you about what's going on in Ukraine unless we sign on to Zelensky's propaganda. You know, all the Bezos keywords for freedom and, and happiness and, and joy and, and, and a common, you know, brotherhood of man, you know, like... All banned. Not not allowed. Not Ignorance allowed. is strength. Right. War is peace. Freedom is slavery. Yeah. Uh, right. Uh, strength through unity. Unity through faith. Something. I don't know. Like, I mean, it sucks. But uh, this is the way we're going to talk to you guys. It's probably really annoying to hear us. Uh, we hope we make it fun. We thought that we'd start today's let's not, stream. Let's not do this thing too much. Okay, so okay. that helped. But uh, we're going to start... <laughs> By doing today's stream, um, hashing out Twitter um, uh, uh, stories. We are the Twitter local news. We are the Twitter local news. And because um, uh, that's new. And uh, we wanted to talk about the type of stories that we do want to cover this year, why we want to cover them, and um, really try to hash out, you know, uh, what we know and what we don't know. And uh, why, you know, we do what we do, trying when to work with When we know that. it, usually, sometimes during the episode, usually right. a few hours before. Right. And I mean, ultimately, we're not a, a breaking news show. You know, like, uh, we, we started our... Oh, live from Ukraine, Zelensky's hero, mate. Right. We're not, we're not on the cops' ride along. Um, and um, I, I don't know if, if we'd want to be... Uh, I, I don't... I don't but, We're um, here with Ole Liashko kidnapping somebody. Vice News. We are in the middle of committing war crimes. We just committed some serious war crimes. That's that's the the BBC. Uh, now a black sun. A, now a sun's yellow. Normally, no. what was what is a black sun? Well, let's not be racist towards the British now, but even though they're imperialists, but Scott, yeah, Scotsman. Yeah, Scots uh, Irish. All right, well, Orangeman. They were Chilean. Um, so, but we do, we did want to talk about, uh, you know, why we were shadow banned. That's because we, we started, decided to just hash out stuff that was already on the internet. Um, and ultimately, I felt like I was defending the establishment line. Um, but uh, that still is not what YouTube wants. And, and that's unfortunate because people are going to have these raw conversations in person anyway. Is uh, been our experience. Yeah, I don't. I don't think like like if there was someone, if such a person who is not us, mm -hmm. but if someone was spreading misinformation and like a, a live stream with don't a few hundred viewers, don't do it. We're spreading accurate information and we're wow. debating, and I think the fact Jeez. that we're doing it openly and and honestly, yes, is actually going to lead to better information. Like I'm willing to admit I was wrong. If Jose shows me on the stream I was wrong, right. And I'll admit it, and then like somebody's watching, they're gonna be like, "Oh wow, you know this guy is open-minded. He said he was wrong." Yep. Anyone will tell you I'm the first to apologize and admit when I'm wrong, um, and uh, and and be able to work with others. Uh, <coughs> Sorry about coughing on the stream. Can't mute. That's the one thing I gotta yeah, think about. We're back on a, on a streaming date thing here. Um, let's get up the big list. Let's get the big list of cool stuff that we want to talk about. That's the fun thing. That's, that's, All right. that's our centerpiece, right? We are surfing the web with you. Yeah, that's fun. Um, 
we're gonna get up some cool shit. Uh, how do I put this one? How do I put us on top? We, As you can see, we were Googling how to set up this software five or ten minutes before mm. we uh, went on the stream. It's fun. Oh, there you go. Look, you just put it on top of the list where you want. Now, uh, I've got to get out of here and go over to the... What they're seeing, right? On full screen, this view. Yeah. There we go. Uh, yeah, yeah. And we can still kind of check what we're doing. Mm -hmm. Let's get up the big list here. Uh, if we don't have any trade secrets up in the Google Drive. Open secrets. Open secrets. Uh, possibly my full name might get revealed. Might cut this out before I... Uh... I want to watch that tab and yeah, I just realized that. It's going to... Give us feedback. All right, here we go. Uh, this is our Google Drive. Keep our important documents. Planning. Future episode topics. And may we just go through this until we're tired, because there's plenty. Uh, see a scroll on here. Some of this uh, we included who inspired us to address the topic 9-11 mm -hmm. uh, inside job question mark hmm. that's the question mark on all our minds right I mean that's you know like along with the JFK assassination 9-11's uh, origins and the official story you know it's something our generation uh, I mean I think there's like a certain point after amount of time with the conspiracy theory that if you're interested in it uh, like most, like people who are not, who just give it a cursory glance, aren't interested in it. And then pretty much when you get interested in it, you see this very real evidence that many people have had years to gather. Uh, for instance, you know, the Saudis played a role in 9-11, and uh, as Michael Moore told us all in Fahrenheit 9-11, uh, Bush went around with a private plane and picked up all the Bin Laden family from the United States, flew them to Saudi Arabia. Right. And, you know, I'm, I'm certainly against the draconian treatment of the Bush administration. When you consider the draconian treatment, they meted out to, you know, a average, you know, Muslim worker. And you compare that to the uh, uh, assistance they provided the family of who they themselves blamed for the hijacking. It certainly raises questions. Right. Yeah. And what else do we got? All right. Well, I just wanted to... Let me put Chechnya on here somewhere. Oh, right. We said we want to go into... Because, you know, like, we can't just be accusing America of, like, you know, being the cat's paw of its almost heinous crime. What if Putin did the same thing? Uh, um, yeah, you know, I'm going to tell you, I think that Putin was uh, the puppet of America at one point. Uh, I don't know if this apartment building was a false flag, if the terrorists were working in America, but, you know, my number one philosophy is blame the USA. And I'm not particularly interested if you can't blame the USA. Mm -hmm. um, I like to blame people that are at fault. Um, Fair-minded Jose is yeah. what they all call him. Mm -hmm. Fair to a fault. Sure. Okay. Bernie Sanders. All right, here's the first topic we've got here. Bernie Sanders roasts 
Yeah. Ted Cruz explainer slash deep dive. Do you want to, uh, to, uh, you know, kind of. I didn't look at the Google Drive now. <coughs> oh, oh, okay. Hold on. Uh, let me. How do I close this? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we were, um, smoking and talking, um, nonsense. I'm like thinking. we do on camera now. And, uh, you know, it's been a, a bit neglected. Uh, material source you know a lot of people will say they go on Fox News because they want to reach that audience and you know they want to platform uh, progressive leftist ideas uh, you know they don't necessarily want to push back so they can go back on but they do want to like champion other ideas well talking about Glenn Greenwald here uh, well hey man if that's what you think I'm subtweeting I'm just talking out loud about people that may be doing that but um Right. Like, uh, my thing is that Bernie Sanders I'm not talking did... about my ex-wife. I'm just talking about someone who happens to be toxic and is lying to my children. Yep. Stealing my children away from me. But, um, uh, Bernie Sanders went on Fox News and he engaged with a Fox News audience live and he did it, uh, twice. First, uh, for Medicare for All on his own and then he did it with Ted Cruz. And I thought the Ted Cruz one was really interesting because he... Like beat the shit out of the Ted Cruz uh, in a live debate in front of a Fox News audience, and uh, despite Ted Cruz's uh, <clears throat> memorizing the Constitution under his, a Christian memory expert's guidance, as a young man, you'd think he'd be right. He got insulted, brainwashed by like Scientology, Baptists, like petrochemical mobsters, and like you know. Well, I Still say, lost. Still lost. Because that's Bernie, baby. <laughs> Beat the shit out of you Nazis and your brainwashing. But, um, yeah, so we were going to do a deep dive with that kind of in the background. All right. You want to check it? Check out a clip from it real quick? You think we can find it? Okay. Um, I think I think we could. Uh, we could do uh, Bernie Sanders, Ted Cruz. We are Tom. Googling Look at us. right here with you. Using the enemy who banned us. Yeah, we can. Fake news, YouTube. Uh oh. Is uh, where are we looking? Fox News. No, Bernie Sanders. Ted Cruz. Oh, Ted Cruz. Let's see what this gives us. This should, hopefully this gives. Yeah, there they are. Uh, we. I just. How are we gonna know if it's capturing the audio? Bastard. Uh, plus, I'm gonna add audio input audio. Maybe I'll cut this out later. Uh, Alright, I'll just... I'll, I'll, media source. Yeah. But Bernie oh, Sanders is the man. Like, I think... I feel like... You right, know, I'm going to trust... I'll cut it in later. Right. If it's... If it's with... Maybe I can... Russia, it. China, Teamsters, Republican, Saboteur. Everyone's like, okay, we're just going to use this story, this person, this infrastructure, and then we're going to... And, like, no... Oh, oh, Larry Wilmore still in the air. That's great. Good. I'm happy for him. He, I, I think God, he was he great. I really liked his yeah, show. Yeah, his stuff was great. Uh, so wh which one do you want to pick out here? Uh, I thought the top one was all right. What was the... Ted Cruz. After being defeated by Bernie Sanders, he says, uh, I, agree. I agree with Bernie Sanders. There you go, bastard. That's right, you do. Is the thing loose? I, I think we relax too much. Because if we chill, yeah, the CIA it, turns on the like, no, you don't, Havana you syndrome weapon. No, you don't. No, it's what fine. the fuck, I, man? I think, I think this just needs to be adjusted here. Uh, let's try what, that again. Why does it keep going nuts? Yeah. 
Hopefully okay. that won't keep happening with videos that we try. But okay, ultimately we, we see that. This like, is um, we we see Bernie Sanders. This is like THX nine hundred. Steven Spielberg's really bad movie, but uh, then the other ones were good. But also he may be uh, some kind of deep state weirdo. So I mean Jurassic Park, you know. But um, that was yeah. But you know Newman from Seinfeld really made that. He did. He did. He I should very, look up. Do you know what that guy's good. name is? Um, Wayne Knight. Wayne Knight. Weird that I know that. That's cool. <laughs> He's a good actor. That's, yeah, that's what people like to know. He is. He's really talented. He's phenomenal. Um, yeah, he was Even in Dirty Rock. The Third Pathos. Rock from the Sun. Oh, Third Rock from the Sun was yeah, a great was, show. Yeah, he was a great show. John Lithgow. Uh, I learned about uh, Professor Gordon Lovett. Sex from that show. Um, yeah. Okay. You know, it's but, like um, aliens. All right. Um, Access doesn't mean a goddamn thing. Quit hacking our shit. Why are they hacking our shit? Well, I mean, I think we pissed them off, but and maybe it's easy. But, um, yeah. Um, Unreal. What if they have virus? <sighs> yeah. Access doesn't mean a damn thing. Yeah, access to a Lamborghini right now. So, so okay, so if we were to cover this uh, topic, what, what would that entail? From your I mean, just the way Bernie handles his... Like, he Bernie goes on to Fox understanding... The mission. He's not there to build his platform. <laughs> He's not there to build his own legitimacy, with, except with their audience um, on on the given issue, which is you know it, apparently what everyone says they go on Fox News to do. But I mean, I think that Bernie goes and and gets the job done, uh, and has every engagement with Fox, and I think that's you know less is more with them for that. You know, at some point, going on Fox News to to champion issues or so-called champion issues of the left, yeah, I, I think that, yeah, I mean, you know, that's that's not every politician. Maybe a Bernie Sanders deep dive. Uh, that, like what? Who is Bernie Sanders? What, you know, yeah, I mean, sociopolitical, uh, economic environment did he grow up in? Uh, where did he go to high school? You know, what, 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 uh... A whole episode on, on, on... Giving Bernie, the, and you're something of an insider on the Bernie Sanders. I mean, I think anyone campaign. that was like active in 2016 and 2020. But yeah, so you were active on the campaign, right? so you would be privy to some, you know, maybe stuff that we just keep on background, but could inform the Bernie Sanders I, biographical. I think there's a lot. I mean, I think this episode I had in mind was specifically about this debate and moments like this. Even CNN had. Like found ninety seconds of good clips to, to weigh out there. You know, they're yeah. hyping up all of their opposition and uh, making it look good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, we could do this. Maybe I could bring out a little more t Ted Cruz roasting. We could, or we could just watch the debate and react. I thought it'd be fun. Yeah, that's. I love that kind of shit. Yeah. What else do we have? We had a lot of good ideas. Okay, let's head next idea. Uh, the next idea is South Africa, and uh, one of the options would be the Who Killed Hammerskjold documentary, watching and reacting. Um, write this up. I did not choose this one, but I was interested in everything about it. Let's, yeah, let's see if they have the preview. Who killed Hammers? Alright, who killed Hammers? Killed documentary. 
so this guy who I think produces documentaries, there are a number of fascinating documentaries. No, that's not it. Have they memory hold this film? Cold Case Hammer, that's what it's called, Cold Case Hammer School. Hmm. Ah, Mad Spruger. So, uh, not every one of our deep dives has to be a takedown. I actually admire this person. Uh, he's quite fond of their uh, Dancer Bush, the Red Chapel he made. Uh, I really like this movie, The Ambassador. So he goes to Liberia and he basically runs his own sting operation on blood diamonds. And he goes to Liberia to get a diplomatic passport from them so he can start trading in blood diamonds. But then he immediately gets whisked away to Scotland mm. to have some kind of clandestine meeting with the person who's in charge of the whole operation. And he's able to film it and shows that the colonialists, the European imperialists, are still quite involved in uh, corruption in Africa that is sort of presented in the mainstream narrative as... Oh, the lack of development of Africa in the liberal interpretation, the racial inferiority of Africans and the mm -hmm. fascist interpretation, you know. Mm -hmm. But, you know, both, it's not, it doesn't have to be a debate between the liberal nonsense and the fascist nonsense. There's actually uh, something out there called the truth. And I've often found that the Marxist analysis helps to develop it. And it's not the Africans that are running the corruption. Material dialectics, I guess. Haute bourgeoisie yeah. of Europe is quite involved intimately. And I'd be interested in learning a bit more about this man's life and uh, maybe watching the movie. One episode we watch the movie and react. Another mm -hmm. episode we... Uh, Deep diving more into the background of all of it all. Maybe some of these readings. Maybe even a, we could get an interview maybe. Maybe someone that... Yeah, an interview someone that to be pertinent to this. I remember, I think I'm going to repeat what I said even though I don't remember the conversation but it might have been a hell yes on everything you just said. Yes! This is why I enjoy working with you. Um, and I do enjoy working with you. And this camaraderie is a reward in and of itself. Yeah. This conversation, I mean, it's it was uh, conversations that made us think we should we should just put these on, on stream and see what happens. YouTube banned them. So we're doing something, right? We must be doing something. Something. We're you know, over we're, the target. We're, we're giving the algorithms work to do. The AI workers out there are learning and, and finessing how to stop our freedoms. We're keeping them on their toes. Um, yeah, that's how I view my posting. It's a you know tête-à-tête -tête with yeah, Big Brother, you know, basically raising little AIs. Um, but uh, yeah, creative demiurge. A two for two episodes. One as a re uh, documentary reaction. The second actual analysis and breakdown. Hopefully, we can cap it or with an interview or even a three part where the interview can maybe go on. Because I think that you know Chicago is a global aspires to be. A global center of America and thereby world's North fair America. City. A world's fair city. You know, this is not a new thing. It's a centuries-old uh, boosterish kind of crony idea. I mean, Ron bringing NATO to town. Um, I do think the Chicago police were soft on Vladimir Putin and Russia because they are someone with the political capital that can be. RCPD Putin's puppet? Uh, no, I think that they just understand uh, that... At the dynamics that Chicago likes to play, it doesn't hurt 
to have buy-in with an opposing force. You know what? That's a fascinating idea, and I'm actually going to um, add it to the list. Uh, like yeah. What is see, the deal with these these conservatives that support Putin? Like, there's Paul Manafort is not right. A YouTube streamer, you know, he was very connected right. to Nixon and everything. So there must be some kind of quid pro quo. Right. And what is going on? Yes. And I mean, I think that um, we had Putin up there, so like that's someone else that we also like. Uh, your your take on his value to the West, um, you know, his uh, insight into the West, you know, serving as his own mirror rise by offering the West what, you know, they wouldn't be able to get from anyone else, which was stability and, like, not having to deal with. Yeah, yeah. So he was Yeltsin's hand-picked successor, yeah. and, and Yeltsin was just totally a NATO puppet. Yeah. Uh, very close relationship with Bill Clinton. Um, I think there... Simpsons, great cameo. That's pretty funny. Yeah, it was a good cameo. So, yeah, he was on The Simpsons and stuff, but I think he was even mixed up in some kind of honey trap Epstein stuff um, that Clinton was into. There were some scandals and stuff. I think, uh, like, a young woman died who worked for him under suspicious circumstances. So, yeah, Yeltsin, I mean... Okay, yeah, that's something. That's you know, we are both sides. You know, I was criticizing Zelensky quite a bit on Twitter. I guess now the stream has been deleted where... yeah that's a no no I didn't do that I, I think that even if he is a criminal that's just trying to enrich himself he's, he's doing an impressive thing you know but not every human being on earth can be said to be capable of doing but that's worst case scenario and even that's impressive I think best case scenario he's so what is he doing that's so great not getting killed um, which I thought was going to happen like a while ago, so so maybe that's my bad. I don't know. I admire the hustle. I'm I'm glad he's getting his bag from Komaliski. Right. Uh, Komaliski. Maybe you know what? Maybe we'll change this to Russia. In general, so Russia Soviet collapse. Yeah. Oh, geez. Uh, there we go. All right. Having some trouble using the Google Docs. Oh, Lord. I think you got up. Ah, I didn't mean to do that. Okay, well, you know, we're not adding any more topics. That's, that's what... That's, we're not... Yeah, we have a lot to share already. Um, so, yeah. Uh, we want to do a deep dive on some of these characters that are, are pertinent to uh, these narratives that are unfolding. Um, yeah, oh, yeah. South Africa. The Dag Hammer Skull was one piece of it. Boss... Uh, South African secret police book. We probably should be sober when we talk about these things. Uh, inside boss, inside which we are all the time. Uh, uh, yeah. You know, even if I stumble, I still won't lose. Mm. Um, uh, South African secret police. That's uh, shady. An so expi's dramatic and shocking expose. Wow, it's dramatic. And Gordon shocking. Winter, he, um, he, it's really shocking what he admits to. And just, I've just read the introduction, and he said that um, in South Africa it was illegal to have uh, interracial couples. Mm -hmm. And he basically turned in his friend uh, 
who was an interracial couple and they arrested the uh, black person and then he framed the white woman as turning in her boyfriend among his friend group then he basically uh, wrote a letter to the secret police explaining that he wanted a job and they uh, they gave him one and he exposes uh, I guess the inside inner workings of Secret police. Maybe this book's a psyop or something. Uh, I don't know. Confession. A confessional psyop. I'm like he's just jealous hangout. lover, asshole. Jesus. Yeah. So, but also, you know, that that Dag Hammarskjöld documentary says that South African private fascist militias were um, poisoning uh, black South Africans. Right. No, not black South Africans, uh, black people in the countries around South Africa who would get the opportunity to become South African citizens after apartheid ended. Mm. So according to this uh, documentary, he was poisoning them with uh, HIV under the guise of vaccination. And, uh, That's how they got EZE. Uh, I don't know if EZE was poisoned. Uh, maybe he just got HIV. He could have been poisoned. I don't really know one way or the other. Suge Knight knows. All right. Suge Knight. That's a, that's a good topic. Yes. Yeah, no, we wanted to talk. We did. We did talk about Suge Knight. We wanted to talk about him. All right. So, uh, Evo. Evo Morales, too. He's important. Yeah. Um, and, you know, not all these deep dives are like takedowns. You know, some of them can yeah. be a mix of positive yeah. and negative i think that um yeah, yeah there's been this uh, this this drive to compare evo to uh oberon in hungary um oh wait you mean um that's not a name it's no, uh, um, um, uh, victor orban oh yeah, 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 yeah okay they've, they've been trying to compare um evo and his efforts to, to that and they're not so like you know doing a deep dive about like why they're not i think it would be cool well, yeah, uh, yeah. we don't even have to compare the two. Let's just talk about Evo and White. It is its own awesome th- thing that America absolutely, absolutely needs. All of America absolutely needs what he's doing and building South America. So, like, everyone can shut up about it. We're yeah, I think he's all right. Yeah, he's all right. I heard some criticisms that he became a bit too controlling of the movement to all socialism party and lost some enthusiasm. Yeah. But I, I think whatever enthusiasm he lost since the coup, the people realized that it's got to be socialism or barbarism, you know? I yeah. think that um, Evel's a badass because he really, I think his faults lean towards him trying to strongman rule the country a little bit like a, like a Maduro, but recognizing that that's not what his movement is. I think that, you know, he stepped back at appropriate times. I think that he played an effective cat's paw when he was in exile. I think he's come back and assumed the a right role of just uh, someone that's an influencer. Do, do you know what a cat's paw is? Uh, yeah, someone that. Well, yeah, maybe not a cat's paw, but like. Uh, I thought he was an appropriate agent for his own movement. You know. A cat's paw of himself. He was. Yeah, cat's paw of himself. Yeah. Controlling himself. Yeah, but I mean, of his movement, I think that he always came back to Moss. You know, like I don't think that he was just um, seeking Some, survival. Sometimes. I have no idea whatsoever what you're talking about. Yeah. And then you explain it and it makes perfect sense. I appreciate it. And that makes you a unique... For giving me the opportunity to explain myself. Beautiful yeah. phenomenon. And I'm very lucky to be your comrade. So All let's right. have another comrade. All right, let's do that again. Comradely. All right, just spreading that COVID. Uh.
But yeah. just we're in a pod because it's literally a podcast. I guess. That's, but yes, I mean, I mean, I think I've all, ultimately for any personal faults that he might have has been one of the most vital and um, thoughtful influencers of North and South American um, movements. You know, South America primarily, but I mean, the fact that it's reached North America and that I think that it's beholden upon the American left to ground itself in the positivity of this movement for whatever criticisms they might have or any faults that the deep state yeah, might throw out. Let's, let's throw in Korea as well. What's going on with Korea? Yeah. What's his first name? That Ecuador. Okay. The president of Ecuador. I think both Evo Morales and the president of Ecuador, the yeah. kind of NGO, not for, non-profit industrial complex, tried to kind of hang all these environmental crimes on them and uh, mistreatment of the indigenous people. Mm. And I would actually be really interested in looking into that story, like how, what basis there was, if any, and, you know, do these NGOs, like, are they tied to the, you know, the Clinton Foundation or whatever, some of these big globe-spanning nonprofits? Uh, Bolsonaro, the rise of Bolsonaro, what's the deal with that guy? But, uh... Oh, and um, Brazil Wire just got shadow banned off of Twitter Brazil. and YouTube. Yeah, Brazil Wire. Uh, international NGOs. Neocolonialism. Latin American media. I mean, a lot of a lot of the me- like you know the Kiev Independent was created like six months ago. Did you, were you aware of that? Damn. It was created six months ago for, with like. 100% of the funding coming from the, the European Endowment for Democracy. It's awful what they're going through, but they're pulling great numbers for, you know, such a young... Uh, pretty weird. Yeah, yeah. You think, like, the Kiev Independent, oh, that's the Kiev newspaper everybody in Kiev reads. That's why it's so popular on Twitter. No, I mean, I thought that people... I understood it as something that came about because of the war effort. So. Are, are you familiar with, with uh, what kind of things the National Endowment for Democracy does? Uh, like, well, all of them sound bad coming from a Western. Yeah, they like. Effort. They pay. Uh, they pay. They pay these Venezuelan coup people, the 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 far right activists uh, who are like terrorists. They they they're the help. They do Juan trainings Guido? and shit for Juan Guaido. Guaido, Juan Guaido, Guaido. So they're no So they're so they're the so they're the help for. They're they're the they're what Juan Guaido. That's the that's his play around money, to to make the coup happen. Uh yeah yeah and those and are, those are his boys. They they ran these trainings because I kind of was into this. Really they ran that gold, weren't they? They ran these these trainings like that's it, gold. how to how to defeat the Venezuelan currency control. So there is some mm. loophole with buying plane tickets where you could smuggle money outside of the country by buying plane tickets. And basically, the National Endowment for Democracy came in and was doing these trainings for people. Just how you can defeat the currency controls, how you can smuggle dollars out of the country. I mean, it, considering the high-level connections of the NED, I think it might have been that you buy a plane ticket in Venezuela and you get a refund in America. Wow. And they might even set that shit up. Like, that might not even be a loophole. It's like... Like, that's what they're funding goes to. Like, those kind of programs, that kind of ops. Yeah, and they created the Kiev Independent. Hmm. Yeah, well, you know, shady, shady, shady. I mean, like, Russia was also kidnapping people. 
Well, yeah, I think we should get into Vladimir Putin and what's up with him. You know, well, like his, what uh, I would like to know. Surkov guy. Oh uh, yeah, his yeah. The, 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 I saw the Adam Curtis documentary. It was all right. Yeah. But there's this other documentary I was just watching, that is kind of mind blowing. It called a very heavy agenda. I was tweeting about it, um, but it's uh, Rowdy Martin's documentary. It's all found footage, and he kind of weaves together the, the Libya war, the Syria war, the Ukraine war, mm. what were the geopolitics, who were the players, and what is the role of the neocons. And all the neocons that did the Iraq war, they were all like circulating, enacting their secret plan to do like fund ISIS and stuff. Yeeks. And, like, I think it's pretty clear that, like, ISIS was a USA puppet. Well, I mean, like, in the Oscar-winning movie Vice, uh, like, they, they kind of admit that it was. Like, that Dick Cheney and, like, Colin Powell more or less accidentally created ICE and then just, like, empowered it once they realized that they made it. That was in Vice? Yeah. It's a good oh, movie. Oh, you mean, like, you're kind of talking about the Mujahideen... In the Soviet Afghan war? No, after Iraq. I mean, like, um, they invaded all that stuff. And, like, basically what Colin Powell was, like, lying about with his, like, little vial of, like, anthrax and stuff. And, like, it's all oh, this dangerous guy. Like, that guy that he was talking about was, like, some nobody. Um, but, like, once his, like, uh, name got blown up, like, he basically, like, just... Oh, like, created... yeah, I know who you're talking about. Zobayar. Right. And... right. And then, then that's how ISIS got its start. That's wild. Yeah, so like America created ISIS. ISIS. Let's, let's talk ISIS. Let's talk about ISIS. Let's know? talk about ISIS. Talk about ISIS. All right, Hong Kong protests. Uh, you know what? Oh, I'd yeah. like to check out a YouTube video for the Hong Kong protest one because I don't know what, what were the class interests of the people in Hong Kong. Some people said it was about gentrification. Mm -hmm. uh, how have they panned out since then? What happened since then? Yeah, I have to look at the, you know, the Hong Kong protests. Yeah, let's see if there's any this Google time, results yeah. even for Hong Kong protests. And, you know, hopefully... Looking back. Maybe I'm going to reflexively defend the CCP or whatever, but okay. Jose here is not, you know? Maybe. I don't know. I mean, maybe he CCP, will. The CCP, you know, pays me. So, like, you know, to defend them online, like with memes. I've so. been pretty clear from the beginning that I, I would like to be a paid asset of a non... They pay me shit. Western... Um, I need, but, like, real money, though. Yeah, you know? I know. But, but yeah, no, I'm not going to go against the CCP. Uh, Russia sucks. Uh, government, Kremlin, I'm sorry. Look, people got somebody listen. Jose's a little racist against to, Russia. No, the Russian people should listen to... Uh, to Victoria Newland and the start... The great power of China yeah. that says, like, stop with the war already. Come on, make some money. Okay, we got China <laughs> guy here. We got a uh, Putin puppy here. We're going to have a good time. Somehow, America wins. Hong Kong protest. You know, the other thing that's suspicious about the Hong Kong protest is that Vice was, like, embedded covering it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was not okay. Well, it's just, like, you look at this list of who they embedded with. You got the Ukrainian nationalists. You got yeah. ISIS. There's all this shit. There's literally a, ICE, a Vice video called Embedded with ISIS. Mm. <coughs> He got him uh, with the Mexican cartels and stuff. I think they tried to do some kind of Chicago thing. Uh, you know, uh, yeah, it's I mean, they like, get this, ad, they do access, you know, if you think about access journalism, who does Vice have access to? It's these kind of suspicious startup. Uh, uh, 
as we've been describing, like you know these these groups that they have. We need to find a name. For. It's just how many Color degrees of separation are? Yeah, there you go. How many degrees of separation from official like military contract money that Congress passes all the damn time are they? You know, like how much any how much National Endowment for Democracy funding are they getting? Right. They see now they can't Google the videos. Got to go. Well, yeah, we thought the Hong Kong protest was worth revisiting. Um, and, you know, the CCP is probably pretty evil. Um, yes, this person, this journalist here was in Ukraine. I think I'm okay to say In that. the Maidan. There is, though, the thing with the Hong Kong protest, though, is there's a history there of them doing these anti-colonial protests when the British were there. But it just kind of, you kind of want to... Mm -hmm. Is there, is it because like it's getting enough feedback? Is it getting enough feedback? Why does it keep doing that? I'm not sure. Maybe it's because we're talking over it. Maybe it only happens when we talk. I don't know. Well, anyway, we can see this This journalist here was in Ukraine. Uh, coverage to the Ukrainian nationalists. There is this weird thing with like people are saying Trump come invade Hong Kong Please. I imagine that wasn't part of the official color revolution program sort of what it sounded like right umbrella revolution though. hopefully I mean hopefully we'll just you know let's not do too many videos until we kind of figure it out yeah uh, but but anyway so some there's some stuff out there Russian dissidents. Who are the Russian dissidents? Right. Where have they gone? And how are they doing? Uh, yeah, Navalny. Right, this guy Navalny. Well, we were all supposed to feel sorry for. I am troubled by people that retweet him, and I retweeted him back when Peter was asking people not to retweet him. But he's kind of a shady dude. Okay, so you just you just became Putin's puppet. It's me. That's through me. reverse psychology. No puppet. You ever wonder about that? No what puppet. if they're using reverse psychology on you, Jose? I'm the puppet. I'm the puppet. I'm not the puppet. We're all the puppets. He's oh. Putin's puppy. Right. Um, right. Well, we want to check in on Russian dissidents, both uh, from all walks of life. Uh, what is going on with Luminati? Luminati. Pizza. Um, it's a pizza shop here in uh, Chicago. Chicago. Uh, Fun, shady people to run for office. Influential. Pretty good pizza. It's a lot to talk about. Illuminati pizza. Right. Think about it. Mm. Well, it's, it's Lou. Uh, I'll pick this one, uh, Programmed to Kill. This is a book by Dave McGowan. Uh, it inspired Subliminal Jihad and the Program to Chill podcast. They kind of reference it very closely and kind of it's a very popular conspiracy community on Twitter. Uh, we might be looking at... Uh, what's going on in the book you know i mean there's so much there uh the people have touched on the detroit affair on various podcasts uh jimmy fallon gone went through it's a bit of the henry lee lucas recluse and his the farm podcast has done a lot of stuff from program to kill uh some of it maybe way back in the archives though maybe taking a fresh look uh with them in mind and uh maybe even one day getting some of them on the show or something like that that'd be fun yeah, that's uh, basically the idea is that MK Ultra, part of MK Ultra, was brainwashing serial killers to go and do hits, basically, and that mm. they're part of. They're never acting alone. They're always part of cults or some kind of milieu. Uh, Richard Ramirez was part of a like a, a cult. He was part of a satanic milieu, and supposedly, you know, 
he did like rituals and stuff with them so he could have been like killing people as part of the rituals and he comes back and tells them about it stuff like that that kind of stuff probably went on but this dude's theory is like basically the the mk ultra program and kind of the cia more or less is the headquarters of things they went out and promoted just random murder and i think the number of circles went up in the 80s jimmy fallon gone has this nice series going where he's been watching uh criminal uh whatever the netflix series is like uh criminal minds or whatever the one that's they have like it's about the fbi agent who kind of like coined recoined the term serial killer and then he went on this kind of interview marathon of all the serial killers that were in prison Mm. and you end up i think in that series hearing some of the facts about how they were all best friends with law enforcement like they drank at cop bars they went to cops houses and stuff yeah wayne Gacy was uh, friends with cops all over Jefferson Park. In, in the Republican machine. Oh, Wayne Gacy was Chicago? Uh, was he? Kenosha? He was Kenosha. I'm not sure. What? Oh, yeah, let's get Wayne Gacy here. And that's Chicago stuff. Okay. Yeah. Like. John Wayne Gacy. There's this, there's this thing I read about way back in the day on, on Rotten.com. See, there was uh, this kind of uh, liberal person shaking head by rotten.com. No, I'm, not, I'm not trying to remember if Casey was. We go on rotten.com. Uh, he's talking to yourself a little bit. That's all right. That's your very unique spirit. Sometimes uh, we all process in different ways. Trying know? to remember if Casey was in Milwaukee. I think that uh, Jeffrey Dahmer was in Milwaukee. Dahmer is another example of somebody with a bunch of these run-ins with the law and the. Kept getting away. Kept getting away. I think that was more like the law just being like bad at catching people. But they could have been just like arbitrarily uh, Cops are hostile, right? Oh yeah, they um, yeah they like this boy that ran out of Dunham Dunham's drugged, house. ran away from his house. And they brought him back. They say he said you try to kill him. He's like, oh no, he's my boyfriend. And the cops are like, oh, excuse us, it's a domestic situation. Yes, the, the notoriously pro LGBTQ Midwest cops police. are gay. You know, um, cops. They, are gay. I mean, they they could have also been bad at their jobs and they like beaten the been, shit out of both of them. They and could taken have been them to jail. gay people. They were bad at their jobs and they were police officers. Okay, so you're saying the cops were gay and not that the CIA was like, you know, had agents in the department Don't vote controlling for things. Yes, yes, that's what I'm saying. Well, Dave McGowan is saying the CIA had, you know, aid. Well, yeah, Marchetti said that the CIA has liaisons and in, in infiltrated officers. That are like assets in all the police departments and stuff. Mm-hmm. And he's a mainstream guy. Dave McGowan says that basically the, these serial killers are actually uh, kind of like MK Ultra programmed assassins and they actually kind of manipulate these cults and these serial killers into bumping people off for them that they want to get got. Mm-hmm. And it's also just corrupt gay people that are bad at their jobs. So you, I mean, why I, do you have to say they're gay? I mean, I feel like I don't know. I, I don't know. Uh, I, I think because it, it upsets be them. A conspiracy theorists and then they homophobe. So I. That's true. Let's keep it to one line. Um, yeah, but uh, no, I, I think that's all. I say that because uh, a lot of them might be, and uh, I think they hate that, and I think their <laughs> politics ultimately. Okay. Uh, 
um, in the upcoming election in Chicago are what I want to ultimately impact. And um, I don't know, that's something so that... So would you say that for you, the show is a psyop? So it's kind of always been a psyop. I mean, like, we, our, our profile picture is someone that the police killed to silence, you know? So, like... The CIA killed Okay. CIA and DFS. The, yeah. the cops. Lone ah. gunman. Some crazy person. Um, In a way, the CIA are cops, though, and I think I pretty much agree. Yeah, yeah this is something, uh, YouTube true crime. Um, I found some recent uh, seemingly kind of independent YouTube true crime stories with the Amazon review killer, mm. which showed a similar bias, in my opinion, to many of these, like... Uh, older narratives of the lone serial killer acting alone mm -hmm. uh there is this guy named the amazon review killer and i watched a few of these youtube videos about him and they they made it sound like he was a loner i mean they do get into his connections that he was like totally juiced in on the real estate scene he was best friends with a bunch of cops mm. but they don't they didn't talk about this incredibly bizarre thing with the amazon review killer which is that the woman was located by her cell phone signal and there was this really long delay of months and months before they uh located the woman who was kidnapped by the amazon review killer with her cell phone signal which was still on and basically uh in this youtube documentary they show the cops like come in you know save the day but basically um this woman called up the phone company pretended to be a cop and got them to find out the cell phone signal. And I'm assuming that that happened after, I mean, that happened before the cops raided it because her cell phone wouldn't be there if the cops had already raided. So what, how could you get the cell phone location? So this woman must have been taking the law into her own hands to try and locate the person. And then the cops prosecuted her for pretending to be a cop. But then that kind of, you, when you walk that backwards, that doesn't make sense because uh, there was this really long delay from when she disappeared to when they found her. And why wouldn't the cops have been getting a cell phone signal or whatever? And why would they, if, if she actually did this on her own, why would they retaliate against her? Hmm. Yeah. I mean, and then. Kind of makes you wonder if they were kind of like, oh, you embarrassed us. Yeah. Now our serial killer has to go to jail that we were all appreciating. Because the other thing is that this dude was prosecuted for another murder that was totally like a hit or something. Like he went to a small business and he uh, like threatened the person uh, with a gun and said like, you'd better straighten up and fly right or something like that. Or, or mm -hmm. he killed the person or I can't remember exactly what happened, but he basically got away scot-free right. with killing someone in the middle of a business Yikes. That's like a public space, presumably had security cameras or whatever. Yikes. I mean... So that's totally weird, and they yeah. didn't really square that stuff in this thing. I will be interested in kind of investigating some of this this true crime stuff that's going on right now. I so mean... Yeah. How, what, what's, you know, how much Marxist dialectical materialism is being uh, applied. Yeah, I mean, Wade Bulger also shot someone in broad daylight and, like, assassinated, killed them, you know, with a shot or shotgun rifle. Um, in the middle of the street and uh, and everyone saw him do it and he kept living his life doing his thing and we know now it's because the FBI was protecting him and uh, so like you know that's organized crime and 
Yeah, man, adding Whitey Bulger to the list. Oh, yes, yeah, to the list. And then they have the, there's two movies, actually. Yeah, Black Mask, good movie. Johnny Depp, good work. Black Mask was great. And then there was another one where they kind of, like, softened everything. They softened the degree of FBI complicity. And... Mm. But Black, Black Mask is the really raw one. Yeah. Whitey, and then we could do a movie react and a deep dive. Yeah, yeah, that'd be a good one. So the next topic is, and I put Whitey Bulger under this category, prove America is fascist by going through the fascist history of local politics in each state. Yeah, and Whitey Bulger fits perfectly into that. Makes sense. What WTF's going on in Hawaii? Yeah, what the fuck is going on with Hawaii? It's a total colonization project, right? Like Con- the Mark Zuckerberg's bribing judges and shit yeah, to, to steal stuff. people's houses, like like. One of the Mark Zuckerberg things that the family or the, whatever the fam the extended family owns some plot of land, mm-hmm. and Mark Zuckerberg gets one person to sell, and then the other family members have been suing, but they've been losing in the courts. Mm. And what's with that? Like, what? Who are these judges? You know, uh, crooks. Yeah, um, and that's where Tulsi Gabbard's from. She's a bit odd, isn't she? Uh, not quite right. California. Oh, wait, is she Cali or Hawaii? Hawaii, yeah. What's with that? What's with Tulsi Gabbard? Yeah, what's the deal with Tulsi Gabbard? Can I add it to the list? Uh, I, I figured I'd probably remember when I got to it, but I'll put it in there. Suck. Colonization. Tulsi Gabbard. We just talked Whitey Bulger. Um, also, North Korea nukes. Right? North Korea might nuke it. Don't want to live to see that. Okay. Oh, yeah, the nuclear missile text. I mean, like, that's real. That's, yeah. You don't want to... I'm not trying to rattle the war drums for... Yeah, I don't want to downplay that. That's, that was... Conflict with North Korea. Oh, they tested a new missile. Oh, they only tested a million of them. Well, this one broke the stratosphere and was able to come down since they're continental. It's pretty scary. Oh, North Korea's got an ICBM. Let me go wave the flag for the the brave boys. Welcome, North Korean soldiers. Yeah. Oh, that's a, I mean, I wasn't saying that. I was more saying like, oh, you know, it's like what they're, you know, it's like, this is a dance. This is a whatever. I mean, they can test the missiles if they want. You yeah. know, I don't think it's a big deal personally. I've been doing it forever, a hundred years. You know, years. who's gonna shoot you, a North Korean or a cop? You know, from Chicago, huh? Who's the one shooting Mexicans, Jose? Mexicans. See, North Stop. Koreans or. <laughs> My God. But... That it was offensive, you felt? Yeah. Oh, I can cut it out? Thanks. But yeah. I'm saying this, you know, it's like it's like Muhammad Ali or whatever. Like, hmm. I ain't got no quarrel with the Viet Cong, you know? Yeah, I here's my thing. We can't... My thing is we can't do anything about what's going on in Ukraine. We can try to illuminate some context and some background so that an international left can take root. Ultimately, we've been grounding our history of Latin America, acting in a way that empowers the Latin American community here in Chicago. Think we've been trying to look at international issues like Ukraine in the way that enables people in Chicago to attach themselves to internationalist causes um, to mitigate death and destruction and ultimately I want us to be ready for this mayoral election that's coming up in Chicago because the Chicago police have three effing candidates already um, the only ones running and I don't really care who wins I want to see the Chicago police lose so well, I'm with you on that cool Okay, yeah, uh, Whitey Bulger, uh, California right. Gold Rush. Yep. 
in Origins of Political Machines in Cali. Psyops and bad marketing schemes coming out of Cali. Not yeah. New. Well, Charles new. Charles Manson was a part of that. Um, right. That shit. There's this cool book. Uh, and movie. Okay. Oh yeah, what the the Tarantino? One? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's yeah. We could do. Um, there's this book Chaos that came out pretty recently, and and there've been some other ones I think that are more uh, kind of independently published. Mm-hmm self-published type books about basically Charles Manson had all these deep state connections and cop connections and he was on parole technically the whole time he was murdering those people Jeez. and you know the the parole regime you know they could have taken him in for almost anything so that's totally weird and uh, Charles Manson uh, movie react yeah and, uh, so maybe, do maybe. the police enable some criminals to go about their business and wreak havoc amongst the public and Police reap the social benefits somehow. Yes, it's my estimation, but can't we prove it? We'll see. Yeah. I have a couple of these conversations. Yeah, because I happen to agree with you. Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's a rare niche. It's a rare niche. Yeah. <clears throat> niche. 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 Yep. All right. Yeah. And this this uh, actually we were talking about covering this right after the. Um, filibuster episode because it's kind of contemporaneous with the Mexican-American War or the American invasion of Mexico. Right. And it says the California gold rush and middle class culture. So Where did it come from? Where yeah, is it going? A lot of this um, local politics stuff kind of involves petite bourgeoisie a lot. And I think that in some of these cases the petite bourgeoisie, they are the ones that become the Haute bourgeoisie during this capital formation, primitive accumulation stage. Yeah, yep, yep. Fascist tendencies are taught. Yeah. yeah. Spooky. Yeah. But yes. Yeah. You know, I, I, I want, oh, that's right. Like the Chicago machine and the, the way it maintains its middle class or has maintained its middle class daily is kind of racist kind of machine, but also like kind of the heyday of the union empowerment and the way it was kind of weaponized here in Chicago for local politics. Pretty interesting. Um, yeah, I think yeah, I actually left Chicago off here, although that's a very obvious choice. Small Town Citizen is a book I found. I uh, don't have it with me, but it's about organized crime in the Midwest <laughs> and how it was the Midwest was called uh, wide open in one essay I read that they had wide open alcohol you know, no, not very much hiding of it. Uh, wide open uh, sex work slash compulsory sex work slash prostitution. I'm not sure, you know, there's obviously when it's compulsory, that's not good. And uh, there was some of that going on, I think, with these local politicians kind of running the, also running the, <coughs> the uh, abusive, uh, very controlling sex work operations. Thanks. And uh, let's see, oh, actually, right. this report, this. this is something we could, small town citizen, there's also this, re- oh, I don't have to get it up, there's a report um, about the Chicago Crime Commission, where they talked about the role of the uh, compulsory prostitution in the uh, local politics, and how it was, it was yeah. wide open town, yeah. and that the different politicians traded favors, and, you know, are they still doing that? Oh, probably. What's with Rahm Emanuel? Was he up to that kind of thing? Yeah, probably. Um, 
Right, so that's Chicago. Kansas in the Midwest. And oh, yeah, the Pendergast machine produced... Uh, Harry Truman. Right. A well-oiled machine could send a uh, copy boy to the presidency. Eric, as Chapel Boys have been predicting Eric Adams for president. It's going to be a nightmare. What is going on in the Southwest? What is going on in the Southwest? Bill Richards appeared uh, uh-huh. to have some very close relationship with Jeffrey Epstein. Mm-hmm. They had a big ranch. Jeffrey Epstein owned a ranch in the Southwest where he was, uh, I learned from Trunon, he was planning to uh, run some kind of pregnancy factory. It's nightmare. That sounds insane. And why do you, I mean, if you pick the Southwest for that, it, there must be a reason, right? Yeah. Some kind of political, you know, regulation, arbitrage going on. Mormonism. Uh, I don't know. Um, that, that was rough. I shouldn't have said that. Man, I'm just, I'm just not PC. Um, <laughs> He's not PC, folks. I'm sorry. Don't cancel me, man. Um, I'm oh I'm yeah, canceled. you're already you know I'm the canceled. PC with this PC culture. Where I, I mean. cancel myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, the yeah, real cancel culture is us getting There's a lot of spooky church politics in Texas. A lot of colonizing politics in Texas. A lot of insistence on eating bad food when you can eat good food that's just south of the border in Texas. Bad food there. restaurants. Yep. So he went there talk about Texas. Trace the blue blood wasps hypocrisy from northeast slash New England. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I think that uh, we focused a lot on the uh, the power centered around the slave enslaved people economy in the south, the slavery economy. And I think that they did have actually slavery in a number of cities in the Northeast. And uh, New York, for instance, it played a role in Baltimore as well. And uh, then they, like, you know, you read about um, these institutions uh, sold the people that they enslaved to the South. And then that was the part of the endowment sometimes for like, I think for Yale, some of these, you know, yeah. Ab- Ebony and Ivory's book about this. and. You know, so they were up to some stuff, and there was some kind of uh, of this more, I don't know, fascist the right word, but this more authoritarian, brutal, less sophisticated Southern uh, view of the world, which was that brutality is good. We should embrace it. We should, you know, we're the Teutonic Knights or whatever. And so what? Would, and then you know, the the North is like, okay, we're gonna control everything through the finance of it. And we'll keep financing slavery, but we're, we're not going to get our hands dirty or whatever. But at one point, their hands were very, very dirty. And, you know, what what changed? How did it develop? You know, that's, that's something I'm interested in. Taking on the New Englanders, not leaving them out. I'm down. I'm down. Uh, Kentucky. Right. Inshallah, uh, we could get on the Trillbillies podcast if we do a real good Kentucky episode. They like wow. It. I, I, that'd be cool. I have a friend from Louisville. Louisville. Um, yeah. Maybe uh, we can have him on as a, as a start. That would be great too. Yeah, sure. Sure. Any kind of personal connections. That'd be fun. It's way better than just bag- DMing random people that you've never met before. Cold no. call. Yeah. Cold call DMs. Always a bad look. Yeah, we could uh, probably set that up. I think that'd be done. Um, uh, Saint, there's a great, the host of Death is uh, right around the corner. Uh, uh, Michael. 
Michael uh, something. Uh, he's a uh, he did a really great St. Louis episode for True and On. That was just fascinating. Um, talking about the uh, the weird mystical history there. They have this pageant called the Veiled Prophet pageant. Kimmy Schmidt was a veiled prophet queen, and it's like totally racist uh fascist thing like uh like very like uh you know Norse mythology and you know the I think it's part of something called like a cotton festival where they like worship cotton because they think it's so great Memphis has that at least so and then all the filibuster all the people that went to Texas before the filibuster thing, they're all in Tennessee and St. Louis and this kind of, what I said here was sort of Midwest, sort of Southeast, sort of Texas, this kind of uh, hollow in the center of the country where the, the bourgeoisie is cruel, cruel, cruel. It's weird because Tennessee is now trying to pass like the don't say gay bill and um, trying to take out groomers, um, but uh, also just is trying to uh, can end any kind of limitation on the age of marriage so that young you can marry children. Well, I mean, that seems like some of these aggressive pedophile hunters are maybe mixed up in it sometimes. Ugh. You know, like these, uh, I mean, that's the whole, like a Catholic church, right? Weren't they all about, oh, well, we can't tolerate anything gay because it's going to lead to pedophilia, right? And right. Freaking fox in the hen house. Mm-hmm. I would think that. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, and um, so yeah, Kentucky, uh, St. Louis, Memphis, to kind of Midwest sleaze. What's the matter with Kansas? My, my favorite uh, was, my favorite has been. Um, you like that book? It's a good book. One of my teachers at UIC, my undergrad years, uh, spent a good while on it. God made me appreciate Thomas Franks' writing work. Well, that would be something I'm going to do a like book report. the bathroom on my radar at a young age. Oh, that's nice, the bathroom. Yeah, it's good. It got good stuff good magazine. there. Yeah, it got some good stuff. We could do a book report and then maybe some of the deep politics, mafia. Yeah. Do kind of a comparison. Of... Watch the Ozarks. Yeah. Oh, oh, sure. Ozarks is uh, is that Kansas now? Uh, like in Missouri, but they go to the Kansas City mob often, which I think is what's the matter with Kansas. Oh, the Kansas City mob. Yeah, they talk Kansas City mob. It's fun. They were in the JFK assassination. So yeah, I mean, any of this. Also, if any of our viewers want to Huge steal one of these, just, yeah, steal one of these topics and start a podcast themselves, mm-hmm. we have our permission, and then we can cross promote or whatever. I mean, it'd be great if people steal this stuff from us. That's good. I think so. I mean, we could do some fun topics around there. Those local scenes and shake up some little names, some little dynamics, some, some regions. That'd be fun. That'd be fun. And then that's a little little secret names. Uh, but secret names. Uh, yeah, and I feel like we could get an audience by like showing people how to start their own podcast. And then we watch each other's podcasts on like some kind of, you know, round table, you know, Knights of Equality, you know. Yeah, I mean, I think that impact in the discourse should have an impact on... Uh, local political endeavors is the hope so yeah the more people that do this the better yes Uh, you know I think the most effective psyop personally will be if we just let go and don't try to influence anybody to do anything but we just put the truth out there 
And, you know, if you want somebody to go vote for somebody, it'll be like, look, we're going to endorse this person with our podcast. And we'd like you to check them out. We're going to do a few episodes talking about what they're about, have them on for an interview, or better yet, you know, have them on TCSN and here, maybe, something like that. Yeah, I think that um, we could do a lot. Um, what else are we going to talk about the Civil War? Yeah, this, this one I wrote, go from Civil War or Revolutionary War forward through Gilded Age and Capitalist Development to development of paramilitary gangster armies for capitalists in dialectic response to growing labor movement in 1930. Mm-hmm. Uh, so pretty obvious what I mean there. You no, know, I don't need to explain it all. No, it's pretty unhandy for that sentence. Uh, basically, the idea is, like, I guess if we looked at Texas, we could follow it from that filibuster era through kind of like the Civil War and then through kind of rock when Rockefeller was making his money post-Civil War when they're building the railroads you know what were these big capitalists doing there mm-hmm. that you kind of have that period and then I guess in my opinion it seemed like when the ra- labor movement rose up you saw stuff like like uh, Henry Ford hiring his own private detectives for his uh, corporation they had like a, a like a department called the security department or I forgot what it was called but there was someone who was like a murderer who was in charge of it who had like killed labor organizers and beaten them up on camera and stuff thanks and so it's like the, de- the department of fascism or whatever yeah so it seemed like there's this kind of historical stages we see the capitalists going through yeah. and I think this is later in the list but uh uh Oliver and Cromwell were a big part. They were Rockefeller's lawyers, kind of his right-hand, you know, helpers. Uh, they, obviously, just Alan of Dulles and John Foster Dulles worked there. A lot of these deep state people worked there. And they came up kind of with the modern corporation as, like, an organization. And uh, in that respect, you know, that kind of is the root of, fasc- root of fascism to me. It's like... Like, it's really like these corporations behind the scenes, and then um, they're all influencing different parties with money, right? They're giving money to spiritual movements, they're giving money to various parties, even left-wing parties, to try to influence them. But the fascist party is kind of like the reflection of the corporation in that it's getting money, and it's, you know, its goal is to produce more money for the members to steal, and it's in a hierarchical way, and they kind of it's it's like a they they tell lies they do psyops you know they do ethnic cleansing they you know do paramilitary activities, but it's almost like there's a way in which like their structure is a reflection of the corporation. The corporation has been like searching for this thing, which is like the perfect mm-hmm. entity to pay to do political dirty work. Mm-hmm. That is, you know, and then um, I think obviously Mussolini called his movement corporatism at one point. Mm-hmm. So there's something there's something there I think that. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it sounds like how Mitt Romney made his money too. So I mean, like, there's that. Oh sure, yeah, and this um, this cycle of destruction and birth, you know, the what do they call them, corporate raider? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Just pillaging. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of what. It, yeah, that's pretty much what it was about. Was that like in the 19th century when these companies went belly up or whatever? Mm-hmm. There was like a. A feeding frenzy to see who could get what from the pieces that were left over, basically. Yeah. Yeah. And Sullivan and Cromwell were like a had a Cromwell basically had a genius for this. He would um. He would like have a bunch of agents in different cities and like synchronize it so they all send telegrams at the same time, 
to overwhelm some office with paperwork or whatever, and then he would make some other chess move. Mm. And the thing, the corporation he came up with was was like this Frankenstein's monster of like, you know, perfecting its its defenses against hostile takeovers, and then it, then hostile takeovers become its business and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, definitely. You want to read a few? Uh, sure. Oh, okay. Uh, so we're going to do do the same for Mexico, plus switch off the U.S. Uh, bigger grab back. Oh, yeah. So in the sense that, uh... Yeah, in the sense that, um, uh, like, just prove Mexico is kind of into this local political, you know, power, uh, kind of like local fascism like we have in the U.S. And oh, how yeah. it developed, how it exchanged with these big corporations. Yeah, definitely. That, that makes sense. Yeah, that'd be easy. Really. That'd be kind of cool. Really kind of cool. Catholic church pedophile. Actually, you want to take like a, a five minute break? I think that'd be wise. I'm a little like, oh, a little dizzy. Yeah. yeah.